Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Couples Develop podcast. I am Bridget, a marriage and family therapy graduate student, and I am here with Justin, who is my boyfriend and also a certified financial planner. We are here to talk to you about what's on our mind, what we're thinking about, reading, listening to, and doing in our own lives to create having an exceptional relationship together. So we're so glad you're joining us again. Hello, everybody. So we have a couple of things on our mind that we thought we would go, we would create an episode and talk through together. The first one is a couple of date ideas we've had recently, one being the ice castles in Lake Geneva, and I will let Justin kind of introduce what that was like. Well, I, I think, you know, remember when Bridget is a uh, marriage and family therapist, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when you go through struggles together, it makes you stronger together as a couple because of the roadblocks or challenges that you encounter together. So we went to a place where there was a lot of outdoor ice castles. Think of the movie, Fro- the Disney movie, Frozen, where if you know that movie, the one of the princesses, Elsa, lives in this huge ice castle. And it's not unrealistic to say that's essentially what went to go and see that people built. And we went with a temperature of zero degrees. And you can learn a lot about your partner uh, in zero degree weather during that time. And while the uh, architect was fantastic and the date was so much fun, it was um, a fun bonding experience of trying to keep each other warm as well as some good one-liners of um, Bridget trying to take a picture and her complaining that her finger can't bend that way. (laughs) So long story short, zero degree weather can really help bring you guys closer together as a couple because let me tell you, Mother Nature can really test you when it comes to the cold weather. But it really feels nice when you can get into a heated car and then just chat about and laugh after the experience afterwards. So that's us making the most of wintertime here. It was such a fun experience. And we actually, Justin had the idea and I didn't, hadn't known about the ice castles until he told me about it. And then when he showed me pictures, I was like, oh my goodness, that looks incredible. I would love to go. And we pushed it back a couple of weeks because um, we did have, where we were going, it did have quite a, um, a cold front or whatever you want yeah, to call it. Yeah, we didn't plan the zero degree weather. Yeah. And so we kept pushing it back to try to have some warmer temperatures. But then finally, the week that we weekend we were going, it was zero degrees. And we're like, all right, we'll do it. And Justin, being the logical, consistent person, kind person that he is, was like, you know, Bridget, it's it's going to be cold. You know, it's going to be zero degrees. Like, um, just be prepared. And me, I'm more of a la di da kind of person. I was like, oh yeah, it's going to be cold. What's the big deal? <laughs> and so, Justin um, is. Uh, it is, is, is the logical side in our relationship, which I'm th- so thankful for. And he was the one who was, you know, dressed in layers, uh, bringing a hat and gloves. Ten and, hand warmers. Yes, hand warmers we had. Not we, just two, but ten. Yep, yep. We were putting hand warmers in our masks and um, our, our, our gloves, our boots. Um, and yes, it was so much fun. And uh, I know we talked about before... Um, you know, having a, using a repair in a relationship if you're um, short with your partner or, um, you know, just say something in the heat of the moment or something. And when I, my hands were cold, I probably wasn't the kindest 
said it so my comment is worse i can't take the picture was uh, we were trying to take a picture yeah and, we were trying to take pictures outside. bridget couldn't hit the the reverse camera my hand for us was to so take frozen. a selfie yes uh but justin was so kind and he really saved the day with um taking the he was like i'll do it and he's very valiant he's a hero so short story find fun dates outside and zero degree weather can help uh open the communication lines between the two of you <laughs> you you learn a lot and two years ago uh we just and i have an um inside story where I, there was a date we went on where i did not bring gloves and um this this time i brought gloves yes so we're always learning gloves. and that was actually valentine's day that we or valentine's weekend that we went so speaking of which we had uh one date idea from it and then some funny and uplifting stories and one funny story to share with you as well. So Bridget, do you want to talk about the date idea? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we, Justin and I were talking about Valentine's Day and I was sharing with Justin that I had never really shared this with him before. Um, but I love Valentine's Day and I always have. But then the past two years, um, me being in a relationship with him, I obviously still loved it, but you know, I, I was just so more used to the kind romantic things that Justin does all year round. So I kind of forgot about my love for Valentine's Day, but this year I really remembered. And so I brought up to Justin, you know, do you remember when you're in grade school and you get those like store-bought Valentine's Day cards and um, candy and, and you like decorate like a Kleenex box or a shoe box and you put the Valentine's in them for your, for your classmates? And Justin was like, no, I don't remember that, but I did. And so I thought it'd be really fun to just, you know, we, I just went to the dollar store, picked up a few boxes of different, uh, Valentine's and, um, just spent a night talking and, uh, writing messages to each other, affirmations, jokes, um, decorating the boxes and then putting them in each other's box for each other, each other to read. And we both thought it was a really fun, uh, quick, easy, inexpensive five dollar date idea date idea and um that could last hours absolutely and and we had a lot of fun i had a lot of fun i hope you had fun oh i did and i learned something new i mean i vaguely remember doing that but i i I will remember going doing it forward yes uh how about your your uplifting story bridget yes so i will share my uplifting story um so randomly i was on like the apple news app and a trending story flashed across the page i'll include the link in the show notes so you guys can look it up if you're interested um but essentially the title is this couple adopted a cat to help their dog with his separation anxiety now they have the most beautiful animal friendship and through reading the article i'm understanding that this young couple um had a pet dog um who wanted a this couple travels to um just many areas um across the country at least. I'm not sure if they travel internationally or things like that. I don't know how long they've been doing this, but they had a dog named Henry and they recently adopted a cat named Baloo to be his travel buddy. Um, And they just, they have um, an Instagram page and just it's the most adorable pictures of this this cat and this dog duo. They look like the best of friends um, with these beautiful scenic pictures of the places that this couple travels to. Um, so it's a very, very st- sweet story. Um, they also started their own um, nonprofit, which is the Henry and Ballou Foundation. And the article talks about it being an official nonprofit organization with a mission to preserve a thousand acres across the West and help reforest land that has been claimed by wildfires. So very neat story, very cute pictures if you're into pets and why wouldn't you be in scenic views. 
Um, so very cool couple to follow their adventures on Instagram. And I will include that in the show notes. When Bridget shared that with me, she couldn't, uh, uh, she was very excited about, about it. And I, I understand why. I think it's like one of those things where like you don't know it, it, it exists. Like, you know, I, most people, I, myself included, love pictures of like beautiful scenery and then also pictures of dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. And They're so mixed just together having now. the two together, I was like, oh my goodness, this is just something I didn't know that I was missing, but I was. Yes. So I want you all to experience it also. I'll share it with you. Well, and I will share the, the funny story for this is for, for those of you who may be to keep in mind for next Valentine's Day. Uh, if, if you didn't enjoy this one, that uh, in, in the aftermath, I found out that a number of uh, humane societies or even a zoo out, out west, if you don't like your ex, there's, if you don't want to take the high road with your ex, there's a couple of ways that you can take to help you feel better and get a laugh, apparently, and to give back to the community and animals. And, and one of them is, for example, uh, if you, you can pay a zoo like 5 or $10 and to name a cockroach, and they will with your ex's name on it, and then they you can pay to watch that cockroach being fed to the animals there to kind of get your revenge on how you'd like. Uh, a humane society allows you to pay like five dollars and to own the have the rights to the litter box, and you would name the the litter box after your ex, where obviously the cat would go to the bathroom on. So funny, creative ways that. Or hopefully the exact opposite of what we want this podcast to be. But when when I read the, the news article, I just thought it was too funny that I, I couldn't help but share it. Many options for your next Valentine's So take the high road, but if you can't, there's the road can go higher. Yes. You can create Valentine's for your, with your significant other or your the loved ones in your life if you're not in a relationship. Or you can uh, name a cockroach after somebody. Yes, correct. <laughs> and watch it get eaten. Yeah, that's good. The other um, date idea we thought that we would share is um, something that I had suggested and Justin willingly participated is a type of personality test that has been around for um, a very long time. It's my understanding from what I've read about it, um, but it's it's a personality test essentially called the Enneagram. Um, and I think it's become more mainstream in the last couple of years where uh, – People are, are very interested by it and, and you're assigned, you take a, a personality test and then you're assigned a number between one and t- nine and there are nine personality types. And so those are your the categories you're in and then when you find out what your number is, you can um, read about your personality type and your um, strengths and your weaknesses and all that good stuff. Um, but I really like, I've taken other personality tests before that I've, I've really liked and I've really related to, but I felt like this one and I've heard other people describe it as someone like, like looking into you know your mind or or your heart and almost like reading your diary of just kind of like oh my goodness that I feel found out that is exactly who I am the good and the bad and the ugly and that's totally how I felt so I wanted Justin to take it so that you know we could share what we're like and I think that I might have connected a little more strongly to my type than Justin did I'm a two um but I thought it was a fun, it just added, Justin and I have taken personality tests before and I just thought it was another fun one that we read some stuff that we both knew about each other and, you know, our strengths and, and some of our weaknesses, but also um, just added to great context and, and conversation. 
and it also had the ability when you when you knew what type you were you could also see like what those two types were like in a relationship and I thought that was fun also Yes, so so gentlemen, if if your partner would like you to do a personality exam with them, I got a couple tips. You know, one, dim the lights, set some candles, put some smoothing background music on, get those laptops out, and if you're allowed, have the beverage of your choice. And uh, after you get your results, there will be many uh, fun conversations that can happen after that. But uh, it's a it's a good way that for you to connect with your partner and to learn more about yourself and and the other and and your and your partner, and um, it's a if they like taking personality tests, it's a great way to have a romantic night. It was a very romantic date idea, is basically what Justin's saying. Bridget's been wanting to do this for a long time, so she was, I was very, very excited. excited. I mean, again, she's a marriage and family therapist, so she likes couples tests. I don't know if I said it first or Justin, but um, it's a therapist's dream. That and it is. Sounds right. Yep. So it was very fun. Did you have similar, like, did you feel like found out by reading your type description? I, the thing sounded accurate to me. Uh, you know, I have a feeling with any of those exams, you know, I took it at uh, on a Friday evening after a long work week. So you know, I'd be curious if you were to take the exam on, you know, a couple different days of the week or time periods to see if your answers would chase based on your mood. But by by and large, I, what was cool was that it shows, so Bridget mentioned she was a two, I believe I was a five, that if um, it shows like a scenario of a five dating a two and whatnot of just things to be aware of and strengths and weaknesses and um, yeah, so... That's what I have to say on it. Agreed. I look forward to the next uh, personality test. I'll find a good one. I think it's Brene the, Brown's coming up. I was going to say, I think it's the Brene Brown wholehearted inventory we'll do next. Mm-hmm. What else did you have to mention? What other days maybe, maybe, maybe we can, you know, some people join Facebook groups about, you know, what Netflix show they're watching with other couples or whatever. We can start one of what personality tests have you taken together lately or we can create our own there you go uh, you know so find some new ones correct okay start i'll start a running list yep oh so speaking of which you know that can when you do those types of things there's always important conversations to have in a relationship and bridge and i were talking about i'm this is from my own just self-knowledge of knowing i'm more of a kinesthetic person that i feel like if I'm not at work, if I'm not working out, I just always have to be doing something that I, I need to always have my hands be moving because unless I'm watching a movie, I really just can't sit still. And so for Bridget and I, when we have uh, more serious topic discussions or whatnot, for me, I always bring out the coloring, uh, it may sound weird, but I bring out a coloring book and I just color and have a conversation, and I find it to be pretty easy to um, to talk and color at the same time. The coloring is a is a. Um, I know there's a lot of benefits that go along with coloring, but just want to throw that out there that sometimes it can be difficult to have to just sit down. Bridget said she'll. I'm sure she will say her comments here in a second. I think it's really easy to just sit on a couch and just talk through how we're feeling or what we're talking about on certain topics. And for myself. I would say no. I to me, I just can't picture doing that, sitting on the couch and doing that. But if I have something to do, like color, um, I can communicate in a much easier way. So I know everyone has their own, 
unique ways of doing it. Just wanted to throw out there that I'm thankful Bridget doesn't color as much as I do because she is actually talking to me and I'm coloring and talking. And so that's whatever style fits you is that's great. And I like the idea. I mean, that's something interesting that I noticed the last time we did. Because I love the idea when Justin said it and I'm such a person where I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm go with the flow, whatever, whatever works. And so, um, but I didn't notice the last time that we colored and talked. Like I would kind of like pause and say, hold on, like I can't color. I have to think. And then Justin would say, you know, oh, I, I can think and talk and color at the same time. And so it is interesting like how different people differ but I would say it's a great idea and it definitely for me as a therapist gave me greater just like empathy and like understanding of a new perspective because you know and that's probably why I'm so comfortable with like sitting on a couch and having a conversation because that's what I do all day (laughs) is I you know sit in a chair and talk to people and so um just in in my understanding I'm like oh yeah let's just talk that's um it's not easy to talk about a lot of topics but just yeah let's do it and so Uh, That gave me some ideas just for clients or, you know, if I'm seeing a couple that's having difficulties communicating, offering that as something. Justin and I have historically um, gone on, you know, walks and talked and that's been really effective. And um, I know Justin has read some some, some things of of other people doing similar activities. So just another way for, um, yeah, if you're finding it difficult or uncomfortable to have a conversation just sitting there, try something new. Do Do an activity together. Go on a walk do some coloring, um, whatever it might be. Not that it's a competition, but since I could, I couldn't talk without coloring, my pictures got a little more color than Bridget's. Bridget's yeah. were blank. I, mine were pretty sad. <laughs> mine were pretty sad and like disorganized because I would like start something and then I would start talking. So I'd take a five minute break and Justin, I think you colored like two pictures. Oh, I know. I, I can, I, I can just picture the next time, uh, Bridget's going to be like, Hey, do you want to color tonight? And then she won't even start to color, but she'll just give me a marker and, and I'll just I'll just, yeah. I'll just talk. Yeah. I liked it a lot. So and, but there are health benefits to coloring. Google them. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's very relaxing. It's a mindless activity yeah. of having for a kinesthetic person to have something to do while totally. talking about something important. Totally. So Totally. It's a great idea. I I like it so much. So Bridget, uh, we're some of the things that we're reading right now. I was informing her. Whenever I try and fall asleep, I put on something that's pretty boring to the average person, but maybe could be a little informational. Lately, I've been watching on YouTube uh, documentaries on how the Earth was made. You know, boring things like that, like how earthquakes happen, tsunamis, and there are great ways to gain a little bit of insight about the planet we live on. But also, if they're the perfect thing to watch late at night when you're exhausted after a long day that if it like me, you will fall asleep to it. And so do want to throw that out there to you? I wouldn't be able to fall asleep without it. So, um, yeah, that's a good one. And as of late, we've been watching funny shark tank ideas, which started from one couple proposed a, uh, elephant in the room relationship thing to always for a couple to have open clear communication didn't go over very well but uh we did find a couple other episodes that were worth laughing at so that's what i'd share for that yeah good lighthearted stuff 
I'll share um, a resource that I wanted to mention this week is I just found out about and started listening to a podcast called The Well Mind Podcast. Um, It's by a psychologist called uh, named Dr. Ben Coles. Um, I just think it's a great resource. Uh, He does a lot of he he does he does a lot of episodes with other um, different professionals, some mental health professionals and other professionals in other areas of, of work. Um, but I just think they're, they're really great reflective conversations. And, um, a lot of the episodes that I listened to, I feel like it was very great, uh, therapeutic content in general. And so if anyone is interested in kind of like what, what therapy might be like, or what kind of topics are talked about, I, I really think that's a great resource of kind of hearing from him as well as some other mental health professionals of some of the, the bigger topics or the approaches that they often take with clients. I thought that, you know, the episodes were insightful and reflective and, and gave a lot of, you know, resources and, and topics and um, tangible ideas and questions to think about and ask yourself and those you're in a relationship with. So I will definitely link that podcast within the show notes. All right. I think that's pretty much what we had here for the month of February. Hope everyone has a, just as a romantic February as they, or have, everyone has continues to the, the romantic momentum rolling from February into March here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to reach Justin and I, you can reach us at couplesdevelop at gmail.com with any comments, questions, thoughts you have, topics for us to talk about. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and as always, we thank you for listening. Um, and please stay healthy and well. And we will talk to you guys next time.